Dear students, wherever you go, whatever you do, knowledge is right here for you. AP State Council of Higher Education created podcasts for easy and quick access to innovative learning. They aim to reinforce fundamental concepts. These engrossing podcasts will enable independent learning and enrich your knowledge and skills. Come, listen, learn and lead the world. Hello everyone. Welcome to this podcast on amino acids and proteins. Today we'll be studying about classification of proteins. The proteins they have been variously classified based upon their functions or based upon their properties and all. And in the previous one we have seen that proteins they exhibit various properties, you know, various functions. So accordingly we have seen that proteins as enzymes, proteins as structural forms, proteins involved in transport, all such things. So today, let us talk about the basic classification, the recommended one. So according to the system, based upon the recommendations of a joint committee of the American Society of Biological Chemists and the American Physiological Society, proteins are classified into three main groups. These are the simple, conjugated, and derived proteins the simple conjugated and derived proteins and each of these groups in turn uh, is divided into number of classes first let us talk about simple proteins simple proteins these are defined as those proteins that upon hydrolysis yield only amino acids or their derivatives so those we call them as simple proteins under this again we have some subclasses the first one is albumins the albumins these are soluble in water they call it they coagulate by heating and usually they are deficient in glycine they are the products of both uh, found in both plants and animals and examples of albumins include agalbumin myogen of muscles serum albumin of blood lactalbumin of milk legumulin of peas and leucosin of wheat some of these albumins they contain carbohydrate residues so again they come under this conjugated proteins or the glycoproteins albumins they may be precipitated from solution by saturation with ammonium sulfate the next category of simple proteins is globulin globulins these are insoluble in pure water but they are soluble in dilute neutral solutions of salt of alkalis and acids and are heat coagulable that is they coagulate upon heating globulins these are precipitated from solution by half saturation with ammonium sulfate okay albumins they are precipitated by saturation with ammonium sulfate while globulins they are precipitated by half saturation with ammonium sulfate these globulins they generally contain this glycine the globulins they constitute an important and widely distributed group of proteins found in animals and plants 
Examples of globulins include the ovoglobulin of egg yolk, serum globulin of blood, myosin of muscle, adenosine of hemp seed, fasciolin of beans, legumin of peas, excelsin of brazil nuts, arachin of peanuts and amandin of almonds. And you see that these globulins okay they can be extracted from the proteins by using salts okay they get precipitated by using salt solution also next one is glutalins glutalins are soluble in very dilute acids and alkalis but they are insoluble in neutral solvents they are plant proteins and examples of these include glutenin of wheat and oraisinin of rice next simple protein is prolamins or alcohol soluble proteins prolamins these are soluble in 70 to 80% alcohol but they are insoluble in water neutral solvents or absolute alcohol the prolamins generally yield much proline and amide nitrogen upon hydrolysis but are deficient in lysine the prolamins are plant proteins that are found principally in the seeds examples like uh, we have zein of corn hordein of barley gliadin of wheat and kefirin of kefir corn next one is albuminoids or scleroproteins the albuminoids are the least soluble of all the proteins they are generally insoluble in water salt solutions dilute acids and alkalis and alcohol the albuminoids constitute a very diverse group of proteins the members of this group they show widely different physical and chemical properties these albuminoids they are entirely animal proteins and are the chief constituents of our exoskeletal structures like our hair the horns of animals or the hooves and nails as well as uh, that of supporting and connective fibrous tissue and of the organic material of cartilage and bone also examples include the keratins of hair horns hooves and nails then we have elastin of the connective tissue and ligaments collagen which is seen in the bones cartilage and tendons spongin of sponges fibroin and ferricin of silk next of the proteins are our histone proteins the histones these are soluble in water and insoluble in dilute ammonia they are readily soluble in dilute acids and alkalis and they are not readily coagulated by heat histones these are the basic proteins and they yield a large proportion of basic amino acids upon hydrolysis 
they often precipitate other proteins from solution the histones these are basic they usually occur in tissues in salt combinations with acid substances such as nucleic acids that's why we call we see histones in nucleic acids found in the dna such combinations of simple proteins with non protein groups are conjugated proteins examples of histones include globin of hemoglobin thymus histone scombron of mackerel sperm gadus histone of codfish sperm next one is proteins the proteins are the simplest of the proteins and they may be regarded as large polypeptides they are strongly basic and yield chiefly basic amino acids upon hydrolysis particularly arginine proteins these are soluble in water dilute ammonia acids and alkalis they are not coagulated by heat they precipitate other proteins from their solutions like the histones they usually occur in tissues in salt combination with acids particularly with the nucleic acids as nucleoproteins of the sperm examples include salmon of salmon sperm clupein of herring herring sperm sturine of sturgeon sperm scombrin of mackerel sperm and cyprinin of carp sperm it is interesting to know that salmon contains 88% of arginine in its structure then the next category of proteins that is conjugated proteins conjugated proteins these are composed of simple proteins combined with some non protein substance the non protein group is referred to as the prosthetic group or the additional group now let us see the sub categories under this conjugated proteins we have nucleoproteins the first category nucleoproteins nucleoproteins these are composed of simple basic proteins like the proteins or histones in salt combinations with nucleic acids as the prosthetic groups here nucleic acids are becoming the prosthetic groups they are the proteins of cell nuclei and apparently are the chief constituents of chromatin they are most abundant in tissues both plants and animals having large proportion of nuclear material and such as in yeast asparagus tips thymus and other glandular organs and sperms examples include a nucleohistones and nucleoproteins then mucoproteins next category is mucoproteins or mucoids mucoids are composed of simple proteins combined with mucopolysaccharides such as hyaluronic acid and the chondroitin sulfate they generally contain rather large amounts of N-acetylated hexosamine it is more than 4% and in addition more or less of such substances as uronic acid sialic acid and monosaccharides 
water soluble mucopolysaccharides have been obtained from serum egg white and human urine these water soluble mucopolysaccharides are not easily denatured by heat or readily precipitated by agents such as arpicric acid or trichloroacetic acid their mucopolysaccharides are composed of hexosamine and hexose sugars mucoproteins are important constituents of the ground substances of connective tissue they are present as tendomucoids osteomucoid and chondroproteins in the tendons bones cartilages respectively large amounts of these are present in the umbilical cord they are generally present in all kinds of animal mucins and in the blood group substances also several gonadotrophic hormones such as the interstitial cell stimulating hormone the interstitial cell stimulating hormone follicle stimulating hormone pregnant mares serum gonadotrophin and human chorionic gonadotrophin these are mucoproteins then we have insoluble mucoproteins or mucoids and these have been obtained from egg white like we have ovo mucoid beta here and egg chalazae uh, vitreous humor and submaxillary glands all these they have this insoluble mucoproteins or mucoids the term glycoprotein has been generally used in the past you know to include the mucoproteins and other carbohydrate containing proteins however carl meyer he has made uh, suggestion that you know the term glycoprotein must be limited to the proteins that contain small amount of carbohydrates and uh, like you know the serum albumin globulin ovalbumin and the term mucoprotein okay, it is limited to some proteins having um these uh, hexoses less than uh, if it is more than 4% then we call them as mucoproteins less than that if the carbohydrate is there they are uh, glycoproteins then we have this chromoproteins chromoproteins these are composed of simple proteins united with colored prosthetic group many proteins of important biological functions belong to this category and uh, some of the examples of chromoproteins are the hemoglobin a respiratory protein in which the prosthetic group all of us know is the iron it's a iron containing porphyrin complex chromoproteins similar to hemoglobin in function and apparently in chemical constituents are found in certain mollusks also in marine worms in mollusk it is helicorubin in marine worms it is chlorocruorin in animals it is as actinio hematin like that cytochromes uh, the cellular oxido reduction proteins in which the prosthetic group is heme you have flavor proteins uh, the cellular oxido reduction proteins in which the prosthetic group is riboflavin then we have the chromoproteins of certain animal fibers such as the black wool and hair in which the prosthetic group is melanin visual purple of our retina okay it's a chromoprotein in which the prosthetic group is a keratinoid pigment catalase the enzyme which decomposes hydrogen peroxide into water and oxygen a chromoprotein in which the the prosthetic group is heme the oxidative enzyme peroxidase it has a similar composition now let us move on to 
phosphoproteins phosphoproteins phosphoric acid is the prosthetic group in these phosphoproteins phosphocyrine has been isolated from casein and vitellin by limbman and levine casein of milk and vitellin of egg yolk are the best known phosphoproteins then lipoproteins lipoproteins are formed by combination of proteins with lipids such as lecithin cephalin fatty acids etc phospholipid protein complexes that is the lipoproteins are widely distributed in animal and plant material they occur in milk blood cell nuclei egg yolk cell membranes and chloroplasts of plants they are also found in bacterial agents and viruses lipoproteins may be prepared by adding alcoholic solutions of lecithins to egg albumin solution lipoproteins are distinguished from the proteolipids in that the proteolipids are soluble in organic solvents and insoluble in water they also contain less lipid content than proteolipids now coming to metalloproteins a large number of enzymes uh, proteins they contain metallic elements such as iron cobalt manganese zinc copper magnesium etc these are essential part of those enzymes you know they are important structural elements of those enzymes and are required for their enzymatic activity the heme proteins which contain iron and are chromoproteins these are also metalloproteins now the last category of proteins that is the derived proteins this class of proteins as the name itself implies that includes those substances formed from simple and conjugated proteins it is the least well defined of the protein groups derived proteins are again divided into primary derived proteins and secondary derived proteins now let us move on with the primary derived proteins these protein derivatives are formed by processes which cause only slight changes in the protein molecule and its properties there is little or no hydrolytic cleavage of peptide bonds the primary derived proteins are synonymous with denatured proteins we have proteins p r o t e a n s the proteins are insoluble products formed by the incipient action of water very dilute acids and enzymes they are particularly formed from certain globulins and differ from globulins in being insoluble in dilute salt solutions in general they have the physical characteristics of the naturally occurring glutalins examples include myosin from myosin edestan from edestin and fibrin from fibrinogen next one is metaproteins meta proteins these are formed by further action of acids and alkalis upon the proteins they are generally soluble in very dilute acids and alkalis 
but insoluble in neutral solvents examples include acid and alkali metaproteins such as acid and alkali albuminates examples are acid and alkali albuminates next one is coagulated proteins the coagulated proteins these are insoluble products formed by the action of heat or alcohol upon natural proteins similar substances may be formed by action of uv light that is the ultraviolet light x rays very high pressure or mechanical shaking upon protein solution at isoelectric ph etc examples of these include cooked egg albumin cooked meat and other proteins and alcohol precipitated proteins and so on and so forth so we have completed the primary derived proteins now let us move on to the secondary derived proteins these substances they are formed in the progressive hydrolytic cleavage of peptide unions of protein molecules they represent a great complexity of molecules of different sizes and amino acid composition they are roughly grouped into proteases peptones and peptides according to relative average molecular complexity so what are the three proteases peptones and peptides so each of these group is composed of many different substances so let us see each of them the first one is proteases or albumoses proteases are hydrolytic products of proteins which are soluble in water they are not coagulated by heat and are precipitated from their solutions by saturation with ammonium sulfate next category is peptones peptones these are hydrolytic products of simpler structures than the proteases okay these are much simpler than the proteases these are soluble in water and are not coagulated by heat and these are also not precipitated by saturation with ammonium sulfate and these peptones we can precipitate them by using phosphotungstic acid okay proteases they can be precipitated by saturation with ammonium sulfate while peptones we can precipitate them by using phosphotungstic acid then we have peptides peptides these are composed of only a relatively few amino acids united by a peptide bond united by peptide bonds these are named according to the number of amino acids uh, that they have like we have dipeptides tripeptides tetrapeptides so on and so forth these are water soluble since they are very small they are water soluble and they are not coagulated by heat and are not salted out of solution and are often precipitated by tungstic acid these are very small in nature hence we can't expect them to 
coagulate or precipitate out of solution as that done by the huge proteins okay or the larger ones that is proteoses but still we can precipitate them using phosphotungstic acid so various definitely uh, characterized peptides have been isolated from uh, protein hydrolytic products and many have been synthesized also a mixture of proteoses peptones and peptides are prepared commercially by both acid and enzymatic digestion of proteins and the so called peptones used for bacteriological culture media they are a mixture of these things so for bacterial for bacterial propagation we'll be adding this uh, peptone which is a powder that you have yes it's a mixture of all these things so that you know it can be easily absorbed by the bacteria and act as nitrogen source so it makes them replicate very fast during fermentations various mixtures of this type are prepared by enzymatic digestion of casein they have casein hydrolyzed for nutritional purposes the complete hydrolytic decomposition of natural protein molecule into amino acids generally progresses through successive steps so it goes like this you know a protein upon digestion initially it becomes a proteon then a metaprotein then a proteos peptone peptides and then we get amino acids these are the successive stages once again protein proteon metaprotein proteos peptone peptides and then amino acids the synthesis of proteins by plants and animals consists of progressive progressive addition of these amino acids okay the progressive process in which the amino groups are added you know they are joined by the peptide linkage and slowly they attain that huge molecular size and finally that conformation and which is required or out of that genetic composition it attains that particular shape that conformation okay and it is specific in each plant and animal okay animal proteins and plant proteins it happens for all these things also the proteins of tissues these are continuously being broken down to amino acids through the various hydrolytic stages uh, each protein has its life span so accordingly at the end of that life span it has to be eliminated from the body it is eliminated from the body by proteolysis so accordingly substances belong to this clap, uh, class of uh, proteases peptones and peptides are constituents of the tissues also we find in the in us also as a protein life span is over as it is getting degraded you should be finding this uh, sub forms that is uh, the secondary derived proteins so today we have seen the classification of proteins where uh, according to the recommendations of the american society of biological chemists and american physiological society proteins are divided into three groups simple proteins conjugated proteins and derived proteins in the simple proteins we have seen about albumins globulins glutalins prolamins albuminoids histones and proteins under conjugated proteins we have seen about the nucleoproteins the mucoproteins chromoproteins and phosphoproteins lipoproteins and metalloproteins tell one example of a protein which comes under 
chromoprotein as well as metalloprotein yes that is our hemoglobin excellent then we have seen derived proteins derived proteins are of two types that is primary derived proteins and secondary derived proteins under primary derived proteins we have seen them as proteins meta proteins coagulated proteins then under secondary proteins we have seen uh, proteoses peptones and peptides so that's it thank you for listening stay tuned ma'am can you add a note on gamma globulins yes definitely gamma globulins these are also called as immunoglobulins see if you take globulins these can be divided into again alpha beta and gamma globulins like when you subject these proteins to electrophoresis they separate like that gamma globulins exclusively are immunoglobulins and these are again of five types you know based upon the heavy chain they are of five types we have immunoglobulin a iga immunoglobulin e ige immunoglobulin d igd immunoglobulin m igm immunoglobulin e ige these play very important role in our immune system and you will be studying this in immunology definitely dear students wherever you go whatever you do knowledge is right here for you ap state council of higher education created podcast for easy and quick access to innovative learning they aim to reinforce fundamental concepts these engrossing podcasts will enable independent learning and enrich your knowledge and skills come listen learn and lead the world